We are a nation of regulations, a land of rules made by political fools. But here at Raw Law, you will learn the laws you can use and the laws that amuse. In New York, for 40 years, I've represented every type of client, from regular guys to top-level wise guys, so this ain't my first rodeo. We'll get to today's podcast in half a tick, but first, a brief and very necessary disclaimer. This podcast is for general information only, and does not offer specific legal advice for your situation. For that, you need to get your own lawyer in your jurisdiction. No attorney-client relationship is created by this podcast. And you're listening to this podcast is your agreement with and acknowledgement of that fact. Greetings and welcome to episode 34 of Raw Law, Sign of the Times, where we discuss some of the details of the Federal E-Sign Act, the E-Signature Act, the Electronic Signature Act, that was passed back in 2000 and is more widely being used each year. You probably already have used it. Now it's time to know more about it. With respect to this federal law, which has its parallel in most state laws, we are talking about interstate contracts and contracts with foreign nations. An electronic signature, and this is coming directly from the statute, is an electronic sound, symbol, or process attached to or logically associated with a record and executed or adopted by a person with the intent to sign the record. An electronic record is a record that is created, generated, sent, communicated, received, or stored by electronic means. Could be an email, could be with respect to some software program. Basically, if it goes buzz and beep, we're talking an electronic signature record. One place you're seeing this a great deal is is in real estate closings recently that are not being conducted in person either due to COVID concerns or convenience of the parties. Now, when you're dealing with financial institutions, as you normally would when you purchase a property with financing, the institutions have certain obligations under the E-Sign Act. First, they have to obtain your agreement to use electronic signatures in the transaction. They have to inform you of your right to a paper record of the transaction and what's involved with respect to the formalities and costs in obtaining such record. Logically, they must inform you of any software requirements you need to have in order to engage in the electronic transaction. They have to store such records in an easily retrievable form for the consumer. Be aware that you have the right to withdraw your agreement with respect to electronic signatures, but there may be costs involved when paper transactions are involved. Now, electronic signatures are not allowed in certain legal matters. The ones that you are most likely to encounter are signatures on wills or trusts, negotiable instruments like checks, certain documents of title, healthcare proxies, and certain powers of attorney. This, of course, makes sense to eliminate or at least greatly reduce the chances of fraud. Now, it is important to ascertain when agreeing to use electronic signatures if your consent refers only to the particular transaction or is being given for a continued course of dealing. Know what you're agreeing to when you agree to e-sign. Keep copies of any and all electronic records involving your agreement to e-sign documents. Keep them both electronically and, if possible, print them out to have copy hard copy records. Okay, ciao for now. Remember to tell all your pals and business associates that for the laws they can use, and the laws to amuse. They have to get their ears on Raw Law. Two new shows each week, Monday and Thursday afternoons in New York. You have been listening to Raw Law, where you get the law you can use and the law to amuse. To check out all the past shows, go to rawlawamerica.com. 
Thanks for listening. That's RollLawAmerica.com.